0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak West from Monday, April 13th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Nally. Here's today's lines. A $300 million hit to strawberries. Farm groups await aid, and new fight looms over forgivable loans. Strawberry, blueberry, and citrus growers losing millions. In sending their requests for federal assistance, fruit industries have been tallying up the economic impacts of the COVID-19 outbreak. Strawberry farms are at risk of losing more than three hundred million dollars this spring and ten thousand jobs. Blueberry farms could lose more than a hundred three million dollars and seven thousand jobs. about fifteen percent of the fresh strawberry and thirty percent of blueberry markets and even larger percentage of the frozen market for strawberries have been lost that according to a joint letter to the USDA. The California Strawberry Commission is requesting $163 million in USDA assistance, while the California Blueberry Commission is asking for $103 million. The citrus industry calculates a $200 million hit for farmers in California, Florida, and Texas. Demand for fresh lemons from California has dropped by 30% since shelter-in-place requirements took place for the country. That according to a letter to USDA Secretary Sonny Perdue. They are encouraging direct payments as relief and a more aggressive posture when it comes to purchasing programs. PPIC. Groundwater plans are not feasible. The Public Policy Institute of California has been examining the 36 new plans submitted in January to meet the requirements of the Sustainable Groundwater Management Act. In an analysis reached last week, PPIC found the plans tend to rely too heavily on expanding water supplies rather than reducing demand through following or other means. The plans assume new supplies will account for nearly 80 percent of the gap created by trimming back on groundwater use. The researchers, however, say the goals for expanding supplies are probably not realistic. One reason is that more competition for excess flood water in wet years will lead to less water for replenishing both surface and groundwater storage. Water trading markets, meanwhile, will shift water within a region but not increase its supplies. The researchers recommend the plans adopt early actions to lay the foundation for long-term success. This could include piloting new approaches to manage demand flexibility and coordinating on smart and affordable supply investments. Now in national news, President Trump promises imminent farm aid package. Farm groups and their allies continue to appeal for COVID-19 relief, even as President Donald Trump promises that his administration will soon release a $16 billion aid package for farmers. On Friday, senators from Arkansas and Mississippi asked Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue to include assistance to catfish producers. All aspects of the domestic aquaculture industry have been severely affected by the COVID-19 pandemic, the senators wrote. Congress heads to another PPP showdown. Republican congressional leaders are vowing to try again to push through new funding for a highly popular forgivable loan program for small businesses, including farms. Last week, Democrats blocked a bill to provide another $250 billion for the Paycheck Protection Program, arguing that there were other needs that Congress needed to address as well. In a joint statement over the weekend, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell and House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy said they would insist on a clean funding increase for PPP without other spending Democrats want. The PPP, quote, burned through roughly half of its initial funding in just its first week, and American workers are in crisis, the statement said. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi argues Congress also urgently needs to put money into the Small Business Administration's Disaster Loan Program, as well as others. Analysis. COVID-19 may hasten dairy farms' demise. Analysts at Rabobank have sharply lowered their expectations for the dairy sector because of the impact of the COVID-19 crisis on the global market. The damage to the dairy market could have a significant negative impact on producers and accelerate dairy farm consolidation, the analysts warn. Prices for some dairy products will be as much as 30 percent lower than they were before the pandemic hit, according to the analysts. Following the initial spike in consumer purchasing, the industry will face lower retail and food service sales along with a significant slowdown in global trade that's going to push stocks up. Longer term, a global recession and widespread loss of income and savings, among other factors, could keep dairy product prices and farm-gate milk prices under pressure into 2021, according to the analysis. And on that note... USDA is moving to reduce the impacts of milk dumping on producers. In an announcement Friday, USDA's Risk Management Agency said it would allow dumped milk to be counted as milk marketings for the dairy revenue protection or actual marketings for the livestock gross margin for dairy programs. Key Roundup case set to proceed. A hearing has been scheduled for San Francisco June 2nd in an appeal of the first roundup case to go to trial. A state court jury awarded a school groundskeeper, Dwayne Lee Johnson, $289 million in August 2018 in his case against Monsanto, finding the company had failed to warn him of the dangers of exposure to the glyphosate-based herbicide. The judge reduced that amount to $78 million. Monsanto, bought by Bayer in 2018, contends on appeal that the Federal Insecticide, Fungicide, and Rodenticide Act preempts California law, meaning that EPA, quote, would have rejected Monsanto's request to a state-required warning label. Keep in mind, Bayer and attorneys for thousands of plaintiffs have reportedly been negotiating a settlement, but talks have stalled recently. Industry leader confident bird flu contained. Turkey industry leaders believe USDA has contained an outbreak of highly pathogenic bird flu at a South Carolina commercial turkey flock. We're confident USDA has done everything exactly as it should be done, National Turkey Federation President Joel Brandenberger told AgriPulse, referring to biosecurity and response measures being taken. Brandenberger said after initial testing of other flocks within a 10-kilometer radius, officials said they did not find low or high pathogenic avid influenza in any nearby flocks. Here's today's He Said It. I can tell you he doesn't lack for advice. Tom Vilsack, President and CEO of the U.S. Dairy Export Council and former Ag Secretary, talking about his successor, Sonny Perdue, and the COVID-19 aid package he's working on. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Monday, April 13th, brought to you by FMC. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit Agripulse.com. For Agripulse Daybreak West, I'm Jack Alley.